This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, July 20th, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. The military budget has been the subject of much gnashing of teeth, but the cuts to spending now being contemplated under government sequestration only take us back to the military spending of 2006, which was spending of near record highs. Chris Preble, Vice President for Defense and Foreign Policy Studies at the Cato Institute, says sequestration should move ahead. The cuts are automatic unless Congress undoes them, uh, which is possible. Um, I don't think it's likely. We can talk about why I think it's not likely. But let's you're right. Let's talk first about how we got here. The Congress in the uh, debt ceiling deal last summer um, created this super committee. The super committee failed. Of course, the Budget Control Act also includes caps on spending independent of the super committee's responsibility for achieving additional deficit reduction. The sequestration was in addition to those budget control caps. Um, the budget that was just passed out of the House uh, yesterday um, exceeds those budget caps by about, uh, well, between six and seven billion dollars. Um, the um, What they approved yesterday was a very modest cut below what the uh, House uh, Appropriations, uh, appropriations and Armed Services Committee had had v- recommended, but it still, but it basically freezes spending at last year's levels. It's not even really a cut. If if sequestration were to take effect, um, it would cut the Pentagon's base budget back to about where it was in between 2006 and 2007. Now, as I like to point out. That was not exactly a lean year for the Pentagon. Um, It does apply just to the base budget. Of course, much of the spending in 2006 and 2007 was for the uh, contingency, what we now call the overseas contingency operations, the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, But the base budget itself, of course, has grown quite dramatically over the last 10 or 15 years, 10 years in particular. And so, um, you know, I don't think it's, it's fair certainly to claim that the Pentagon's budget has been dramatically cut. It has not. It would not even be a dramatic cut if sequestration were to go into effect. It is a one-year cut. That's right. So the the deepest part of the cut would be in that very first year from from 2012 to 2013, about $55 billion uh, below what the current level is. So that would take us down to about, about $469 billion is the CBO's figure for the base budget. Um, the wars, you know, right now are costing about eighty-five, ninety billion dollars a year. In addition to that, um, the then after two thousand thirteen, under the Budget Control Act, even under sequestration, the the budget starts to climb again, basically at the rate of inflation. But it does uh, increase, and by the end of the decade, you're about where we are right now. Now, the president had a plan to move several billion dollars from the base budget into the overseas contingency operation account. And let's keep in mind, when we say overseas contingency operations, we think we're talking about money we don't expect necessarily to spend. Right. It is one of the great um, gimmicks of the last decade that we fund a military whose purpose is to fight wars. And then in the event that that military actually has to fight wars, we fund a separate pile of money uh, to fund the wars. Uh, kind of begs the question, what do we have a, a budget for in the first place, a regular budget? You know, the the OCO was exempted under the Budget Control Act. 
the, the cost of the war is the reasoning is, you know, fairly obvious. You don't want to cut uh, money for the troops in the field and equipment and things like that, which is all understandable. Um, and so uh, over the last few years, there's been a, a fair amount of shifting from one pile to the next. Uh, because the Budget Control Act exempted OCO, it was uh, very tempting to move some of the base budget. It was very tempting to move some of the base budget into OCO. The, the administration has a rationale for this. They explain that this is money for temporary active duty forces. They're proposing to reduce the Army and Marine Corps down uh, to not quite where they were at the beginning of uh, the decade. Uh, but uh, it's, it's a pretty thin rationale. And I think most people who have looked at this have concluded that it is really just a gimmick. In fact, I was encouraged uh, yesterday, there was a vote uh, late last night. There was a vote on this, uh, kind of undoing this, and uh, established basically a sense of the House that this was something that the members would not look kindly upon in the future. And it includes, includes Budget Chairman Ryan, who um, was one of the first to flag this, and, and he voted for the amendment, as, as did a number of other of the House leaders, uh, uh, Mr. Cantor and other leaders. Now, this was, for whatever purpose it was put to, this was a way to preserve higher levels of spending. That's, that, exactly that's right. why it was presented that, that way. That's exactly right. So the, the purpose was to shield the base budget from additional cuts, from the regular caps under the Budget Control Act, and if it comes to it, to shield uh, the budget from, at least this part of the budget, from sequestration. So you say, let sequestration happen. Just let it occur, and then we can uh, regroup and talk again about making some deeper cuts in the federal budget. Right. I mean, I say this not uh, – I don't say that lightly because I do think that the it will be difficult. It will be, it will be a challenge for the Pentagon and, and Pentagon planners to effect these cuts. Uh, but because it has uh, is proved so difficult to achieve – meaningful spending reductions, both in the Pentagon and in the, in the domestic discretionary accounts, uh, I think it should move forward. Um, the alternatives that are being bandied about, you have some Republicans, some um, uh, military hawks who are open to tax increases to fund additional military spending. Uh, that, I think, is what the Democrats have wanted all along, was to use uh, the military as effectively as a, as a club to beat uh, Republican members into reneging on their uh, uh, pledges to not increase taxes. And in my uh, estimation, the, 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 the damage that would be done in terms of the short-term kind of challenge of adjusting the spending um, would be uh, – is really quite modest. And again, the reason is because the total spending that we're talking about in the Pentagon is still – enormous. It's still high by historical standards. It's high by contemporary standards relative to all of our potential adversaries around the world. You know, the United States spends so much more money than any other conceivable combination of rivals, and we will continue to do so for the foreseeable future. Um, it is not uh, the, the train wreck that people have suggested. Chris Preble is Vice President for Defense and Foreign Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work on sequestration at Cato.org.